0: I'm James Barger from the Charlotte Studios of the Carolina Weather Group, and let's talk ELSA. The National Weather Service forecast still anticipating a landfall somewhere in that greater Tampa, West Coast, Florida area later Wednesday. That's where hurricane warnings are in effect. And then the storm will start to swing to the north and to the east, hop on that I-95 corridor, bring tropical storm impacts to southwestern Georgia, coastal Carolinas, both north and south Carolina, all along that I-95 corridor where we could be seeing tropical storm conditions as we head into later Wednesday through Thursday. Here is a look at the storm on radar. We have lots of rain associated, especially with the eastern half of the storm, but it's the winds that are actually going to get into the Carolinas first. You can expect to see tropical storm force winds, 35, 40-mile-per-hour winds or so as we get into lunchtime Wednesday, later on Wednesday as we make our way further north in North Carolina, but again in South Carolina, in places like Charleston, even Savannah, Georgia, by Wednesday, 2 o'clock, that's when you're going to start to notice the increase in winds. Now, the best places in the Carolinas that we're going to see those tropical storm force winds, it's going to be the further south you are. So again, in that Savannah area, we'll get some of those gustier winds, even in the Charleston area. Now, we can't rule them out completely in North Carolina, but our chances of seeing some of those tropical storm force winds weaken a little bit, decrease a little bit as we go on to later Wednesday into Thursday as the system is expected to be weakening as it's spending more and more time over the coast. As you make your way further inland, places like Greenville, South Carolina, or Charlotte, north carolina really talking maybe a 10 percent chance 15 percent chance of seeing those tropical storm force winds so again lesser winds as you make your way further inland on model runs you can see how the storm really kind of again hugs that i-95 corridor brings those tropical rain bands later wednesday wednesday overnight into thursday again along the carolina coast i-95 corridor the furthest inland we could expect to see some of those bands of rain would be the I-77 corridor. So, Charlotte, we can't completely rule out uh, your possibility of seeing some of these tropical rains from Elsa, but again, your best chance of seeing them will be along that I-95 in that coastal area as the storm is going to be riding up that interstate quadrant. We have a moderate risk of seeing flash flooding as far north as Charleston and along the coast then south to Savannah. That's about a 20% chance of seeing that flash flood risk associated with Elsa here over the next day or so. Can't rule it out as far inland as Augusta or Columbia. Uh, Even Raleigh-Durham, about a 10% chance all the way along uh, the Carolina coast further north as well through Wilmington, Hatteras up to the Virginia line. As you make your way further inland again towards that Charlotte area, about a 5% chance of seeing that flash flood risk and then it really starts to drop off uh, where those impacts of Elsa really won't be felt all that much in upstate South Carolina or the western foothills and mountains of North Carolina. All in all, uh, rainfall totals from Elsa according to model runs again along that coast maybe one or two inches lesser amounts as you make your way further inland in the Charlotte area where I sit could be even be the difference between Mecklenburg County and Charlotte and Union County uh, where you might be getting more of those tropical rain so inland maybe up to an inch maybe up to two inches but again some of this could come down with some pretty significant rain rates if you find yourself in one of those tropical bands so expect kind of quick bursts of rain if you happen to catch yourself uh, in one of those tropical bands as the system makes its way on through. Now for the Storm Prediction Center, the severe weather outlook for Wednesday, we have a marginal risk out primarily for the South Carolina coast. Marginal risk again is that tier 1 out of 5. That's because we can't rule out the chance of seeing a brief tropical tornado spin-up. They're kind of hard to see on radar. They tend to be really quick but we can't rule it out. The same goes for uh, southeastern Georgia that coastal Georgia area and uh, Florida as well too so we uh, will keep a close eye on those we'll talk more about how to get informed about warnings and such in a minute and again storm surge uh, along Florida we're talking maybe three four five inches especially in that Tampa Bay area but for our coastlines in Georgia and in South Carolina one to two feet storm surge Uh, so no uh, complete ruling out of the storm surge but not um significant storm surge, either talking with Jared Smith, our panelist, and the uh, man behind the Charleston Weather Twitter account. He's anticipating... a lot of this uh, will be fairly minor because of the timing with the tides combined with the storm surge and the rain. Uh, Charleston might see maybe a foot of surge or so, but nothing that they're not equipped to handle. All in all, Elsa right now is the only game out there in the Atlantic Basin that is good news here in July amidst of the 2021 hurricane season. We're not watching anything else out there right now. The only game in town for us is Elsa. Here's what you can expect from the Carolina Weather Group. so if we get any time of real-time warnings uh, such as tornado warnings, severe thunderstorm warnings, flash flood warnings the place to be will be on the Carolina WeatherNet you can find that streaming anytime on the Carolina Weather Group YouTube channel, it's free, no cable or satellite subscription is required it is operated throughout the day with some of the best of content from the Carolina Weather Group along with real-time conditions, sky cams and of course those real-time warnings from the National Weather Service, again that's called the Carolina WeatherNet and you can find it streaming for free on the carolina weather group youtube channel we will be along with live coverage as the condition warrants and we will have a special dedicated to elsa our regular wednesday 9 p.m eastern slot will be live talking about elsa and the anticipation uh, that we will be continuing to see as that storm will really be rolling into the carolinas at that point with some of those impacts expected late wednesday through the overnight hours into thursday we're talking winds and rain and can't roll out a chance of seeing an isolated tornado. In the event that uh, we see any sort of widespread power outages that might hinder your ability to get information, then you can find updates on the Carolina Weather Group audio podcast feed so we will start sending storm updates to that feed in situations where there may be limited access to internet or limited access to power where being able to just listen to something on your phone uh, would be helpful so again that is the audio podcast feed from the carolina weather group you can find that on spotify apple podcast or whatever it is you may subscribe to podcast i'll see you back at nine o'clock tonight for more on tropical storm elsa for now from charlotte i'm james briarton